Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on go to Dobbs.com now. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. Very happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line, former Major League Baseball outfielder, 1996 NL Rookie of the Year and 03 World Series champion, Todd Hollinsworth joining the show. Todd, we always appreciate the time, man. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, guys. It's great to be with you. Hope everything's going well. Absolutely. We're doing all right. So I am curious, um, your final stop in the majors was with the Cincinnati Reds. Todd, did you have any opportunity to see the the benches clearing situation over the weekend between the Cardinals (laughs) and the Reds? I did. I very much did. Uh, I certainly caught a lot of a national attention. And without, I mean, you guys probably already covered most of this, at least in my opinion, it seems like the Reds uh, were, were highly motivated from about that moment forward when Castellanos was, uh, you know, coming into slide because, you know, much like yesterday's ball game, I think the Cincinnati Reds pretty much backed him up. They did, yeah, and that that's kind of one of the things that we talked about with that being kind of the jumping-off point for the Reds. I also, it's not a popular opinion today in St. Louis. I would be curious where you come out on it. I kind of loved it. Now, I I didn't love Nick Castellanos kind of backing away from everything afterwards and letting his teammates do all of the arguing or whatever afterwards. But I like the fire. Right. I like the fact that there's a little bit of a rivalry that's setting in between the Cardinals and the Reds now. Did did you like it? Well, I certainly, uh, I certainly did. I certainly respected it, and I think he had some just really good answers at the end of it all. If you if you if anybody was able to see his interview. Uh, after the game, I, I think you kind of understand where he's coming from. Listen, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of people, you know, standing over guys. You know, Castellanos is standing over, uh, you know, your, your, your pitcher as he's covering home plate, and there's a little bit of a collision, and it kind of created an awkward set of circumstances, and Castellanos almost felt like he took advantage of it. Um, but, with, but with that being said, I, I understand his point of view. I mean, you've got to remember, I think in his mind, he's saying, I'm speaking to my career. I haven't won an awful lot. The Reds haven't won an awful lot in a while, and I'm here, you know, trying to get things moving in the right direction. And if you look at the tone of the particular series, it kind of pinpoints itself at this little incident that takes place, whether it's him getting hit by the pitch or, you know, wherever you want to go with it, because the Cincinnati Reds kind of took over that series really from that moment forward. And it kind of leads into yesterday's ballgame, which was a complete, you know, whitewash by the, uh, you know, by, by the Reds. 
Well, and it seems like the frustration started to come out in that scenario too, didn't it, Todd, for the Cardinals? Because, you know, a team in, in game one of the season that absolutely crushes it with the victory and then a team in game two that can't score any runs and then you get uh, Castellano scoring at home plate and doing that. Like, that's where the frustration takes over if you're a player. Right. Well, I mean, the thing, you're absolutely right. And I think, you know, baseball's funny like that. It, you know, <laughs> I always laugh at, you know, we, we have moments on the field as players where things happen, confrontations with players. Maybe we don't have as many of them any longer. But it's always interesting because I think fans generally look into what happened after the incident to validate the stance, if you know what I mean. It's, yeah. So it's like, you know, Cassianos has the stance. The Reds go on play great baseball. Well, clearly that must have been the right thing to do because it, it inspired everybody. Well, it doesn't. And listen, I don't agree with that, but you know it, it does certainly look that way. And uh, you know, at the end of the day, it is about winning baseball games. And the St. Louis Cardinals are you know showing up here in Miami, you know, thinking that that was a series they probably could have had uh, you know some better results in. Yet they're one and two, just like the Marlins. We're talking to Todd Hollinsworth, former Major League outfielder. He is on the call for uh, the Marlins games, TV broadcaster down there. Todd, let's talk about this series a little bit because the Cardinals are getting their first look at the Marlins in the regular season, although the two saw plenty of each other in spring training. <laughs> what's what's kind of the feeling about this Marlins team going into the season? Because, I mean, I don't have to tell you, they play in one hell of a division this year. Right, they certainly do. Uh, a lot of news coming out from around baseball. I mean, you can lock in in a lot of spots. Uh, the Atlanta Braves struggling out of the gate. Well, the Marlins, listen, they played Tampa tough. I mean, it was an interesting series. It felt like maybe it was about 10 games wrapped up in three. We had great starting pitching early, tons of offense in game three. I think really the difference between maybe where the Cardinals are at and where the Marlins are at currently is that the Marlins are kind of rallying, uh, you know, in that, the, you know, they lost the tight opening day. It was a one nothing ball game. They had game two against the Rays, and the bullpen uh, imploded a bit in game two, and it turned into a Rays comeback victory. So they took the first two, day, two games, but then the Marlins showed back up again on game three, and the offense came out, bats were solid, and uh, it was a nice team win. So I feel like they have some momentum going into this. And, you know, if maybe you look at where the Cardinals stand, I do think that the Marlins have a, a, just a little bit of an advantage right now. You know, the, the, the Cardinals leave town in Cincinnati with everything that's happened, but then you kind of dive into your issues. Your starting pitching only went 12 innings in that series. Your bullpen's been used a lot, and they've given up some runs over the last few ball games. And I, I dare I say game four of a season is a pivotal start for the St. Louis Cardinals or, uh, you know, Ponce de Leon, who's going tonight. But I think that if he doesn't provide length, you're right back in that bullpen again. And, you know, the Marlins had a day off yesterday, so all their bullpen usage, everybody's rested. You can't say that for the Cardinals if De Leon doesn't go long. If I could follow up on that, Todd, why is that game four going to be so pivotal? Is it truly because you might tax your bullpen in the early portion of this season? Yeah, well, I mean, that's just kind of the way that you see it because, I mean, you, you jump into that red series with the Cardinals and, like, you only got 12 innings out of your starters. So yeah. it's a ton of work for your bullpen. Then you get on a plane. Then you come down here. You add up all the circumstances. And if Ponce de Leon doesn't give you – five plus or has a short start. And I'm just merely saying that not that he wasn't good last year, because I think that he, he certainly uh, took some steps forward in his career, but if he goes out today and say gets knocked out in the third inning and it's more of the same, your bullpen is just getting taxed and you got a couple more games in this series to go, uh, you know, and it puts an awful lot of pressure back on the rotation to kind of find a way to bandaid that. You know, Todd, it's the ever-famous Tony LaRusso quote. It's the first week of the season. But I think if you would ask both fan bases from the Cardinals and the Marlins and agree with me if you, if you, if you feel this way, 
the bullpen seems to be the more concerning part on both sides, right? Well, you certainly could say that in our case because, yeah, it, you know, the, the Tuesday was just a bad loss, and really the Marlins didn't experience a bad loss last year. And so it's a revamped bullpen, and certainly they can bounce back, and I think that there was better work out of the bullpen yesterday, uh, excuse me, a couple of days ago. But to your point, I, I completely agree. If you start wandering down a path, I've in my own career been on a couple of different teams where, you know, our starting pitching was doing okay, our, our offense is where it needed to be in the bullpen you know, for whatever reason, let us down a few different times early in the season. It seemed to derail the season uh, for everybody. Next thing you know, maybe the bullpen gets fixed, but the offense isn't hitting as much in the starting pitching. And it's just like it has a way of, uh, you know, really, uh, I don't want to say emotionally affecting the clubhouse, but, you know, when there's wins and games that you're supposed to have and wins that you're supposed to win, as players, you kind of, you know, you stand out there in the eighth and ninth inning and say, we got this. We got a two-run lead. This is our ball game." that happens too many times, you just start to really, you really break that trust barrier. And when that happens, it, it, it kind of raises questions all over the place. We're talking to Todd Hollinsworth, Marlins analyst on Bally Sports Florida, joining us here on 101 ESPN. Uh, Todd, last question that I've got for you. The Cardinals tonight are going to be seeing a young man by the name of Trevor Rogers. They have never seen him, and he throws lefty, which means every Cardinals fan immediately has that reaction. What should we be expecting tonight from Trevor Rogers? Well, I, Trevor kind of falls in line with, I, I mean, sure, you've obviously heard of Sixto Sanchez. I mean, I, he's uh, the one that's not talked about as much, but I was very impressed. I know if you look at his 6-11 ERA from last season, you say, well, wait a minute, what are you talking about? Well, this young man has got good stuff. He's a big kid. He's 23 years old, six foot five, and he throws hard, 96 miles an hour. You're going to see it tonight. His secondary pitches have been a work in progress. This is a kid who went into the Grapefruit League this year and led the Grapefruit League in strikeouts. Now, Guys, you know me. I'm not. I'm not jumping off on this. I'm not. You know, I, I'm just mentioning it because we think very highly of this young man, and we we also believe that he's at the very front end of his career. Guys, this is only his third part. Excuse me, third start at Lone Depot Park. He only made two starts there last year. This is a guy that doesn't have a ton of experience, but he has a ton of upside. So I, I think it's almost as is valid a question asking me about Rogers as I would be about hmm. you know uh, Ponce de Leon because. You know, these are guys that you just don't know all that. Their track records just aren't that long yet. He's Todd Hollinsworth. You'll see him tonight on the call. Marlins analyst for Fox, or excuse me, Bally Sports Florida. Todd, thanks go. so much for the <laughs> don't time put today, that in my man. His head. Don't confuse Todd. All the best, man. <laughs> yeah, don't confuse me, but I, well, it, listen, the bosses appreciate that. We, <laughs> we, we thank you for fixing that. <laughs> Absolutely. All the best, man. I'll, uh, we'll talk with you soon. Sounds good, guys. Have a great Thanks, one. Tom. You got it. That's Todd Hollinsworth joining us here on 101 ES. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.